What's up? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to our house. My name is Jamaria Johnson. And I'm Marcus Johnson. You'll have to forgive me. I was dancing to the um to the intro music and Marcus was looking at me like I don't even know. <laughs> yeah, because I'm I'm annoyed right now. Why are you annoyed? Because I am. By me? Just everything. I didn't do anything. I haven't even seen you like all day. And how am I annoying you? And I haven't even Did done Did I say anything. you? I said I'm annoyed. Well, it's not my fault that you're annoyed. Well, you part of the problem because you've been oh. stalling on recording this podcast for the last 30 minutes. I wasn't stalling. You definitely was stalling. I wasn't stalling. But we're here now. We are. I can't eat these on the mic. I'm yeah, sorry. I don't know why you're trying anyways. <laughs> Again. I'm sorry. But thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of Our House. We're so happy that you decided to join us again on this wonderful day. Mm-hmm. You know, how was your day? It's cool. Um, been been busy here lately because not only have I been, you know, trying to continue to grow my practice, but I've been actually working on the practice this week. So mm-hmm. we've been doing like a lot of rebranding and uh, getting That's stuff exciting. ready. Yeah, getting stuff ready for our, our launch and, and all that good stuff. So got some good stuff coming. You? you definitely helped me out. So I appreciate that. <laughs> um, you know, so just trying to get everything in order and, and ready for the new year. Got a lot of exciting I stuff coming on. I cannot believe that you're talking about for the new year. Like this year has just flown on by. Yeah, I mean, we almost, I mean, we about to finish Q3. And about to go on into Q4 here soon. So he's talking in business language. We're in September. Um, We're about to go into October. So that leaves <laughs> us less than half of the year left. So Q3, Q4. I mean, that's that's how I operate. I get it. I get it. I'm I'm gonna talk for all of us regular folk out there. I mean, I mean we're getting ready for the new year, so you gotta have stuff in place and you know. Proper planning is is always key, no matter what it is you're doing. So I can't be getting ready for next year and start planning for next year in December. No, you're right. Proper planning is definitely key. And I'm actually going to try to do that for myself as well. So that 20, I almost said 2018, <laughs> 2019 will be off to a great start. And, you know, 2019 is a big year for me. Mm-hmm. So oh, man. listen, man. You know, we ain't even got to get into that, <laughs> uh, but it's a good year, a big year. So just trying and to get ready. We, me and the listeners mm-hmm. have not forgotten about your 30 before 30 that you have to share. I will. So listen, you make sure I that you forget. do that. I ain't forgot. Now, I might have to modify a little bit if no, I didn't reach my goal. You're going to have to tell everything and you're going to have to be honest about your no, shortcomings. I'll be, I'll be honest about it. But, you know, some stuff. He still hasn't told me, y'all. Like, I don't know what's on this 30 before 30 list. I asked him, but he kind of blew me off. So, Such is life. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I've been really happy the last couple of days because the weather has just been so breezy. Yeah, we actually like, sat outside for like two and a half hours yesterday. We did. And, and like, it felt amazing. It was like such a mood boost for me just sitting out there. It wasn't hot. And it almost had a little chill in the air. Like when the breeze would come through, mm-hmm. I kind of like was like, "Ooh, I might need to, you know. Yeah, but that was short lived because today it got back hot. It was hot today, but it's cooler now. 
like the evenings are still kind of cool but yesterday was was really really nice but i'm trying not to get too excited because Mm -hmm. it feels like fall but i know that it's just because this stupid hurricane is coming through and um if you're a listener and you're you live in one of the states that are affected by the storms and stuff you're um you're in my prayers i hope that you take proper precaution to make sure that you you know are safe and out of harm's way with the hurricanes that are coming through yeah be proactive guys don't don't wait to the last minute to to evacuate yeah i was gonna say if they send out an evacuation just, they have just, in some places yeah in some places just make sure that you're following it because yeah. i know sometimes you like oh man ain't nothing gonna happen right and then you in a situation that's not good so, better safe than sorry. yeah better safe than sorry yeah so y'all are my prayers hope that you guys can get out and everything turns out to be okay with these storms they just pass right over and we move on yep yep but um, what's another thing? So last night we watched The Wood for like the first time, and I can't even tell. When's the last time? It's been a minute. It's it's probably been some years for me yeah, since I just sat and watched The Wood all the way through. And y'all, when I tell you, I was laughing like I watched it for the very first time. That's a great movie. It's, it's such a great movie. great movie. It's so many great quotes and stuff in it, and I just love. I love The Wood. Like that's one of those classic movies that you can watch over and over and over again and not get tired of it but like one thing that i wanted to ask you like why do you think it's just so much easier for guys to just be besties in two seconds because <laughs> <laughs> on the wood it's kind of like mike moved to the city and he met the homies and they talked for like five minutes and then they were best friends <laughs> i mean i think that at that age it's easy for a lot of people to become friends at that age. Well, yeah, you're right. So, you're right. you know, but the, the challenge is staying, staying friends. friends. Yeah. Um, and I just honestly think that guys, some guys don't have a whole bunch of messy stuff that's going on. Ooh, what you trying to say? Um, that a lot of females have stuff like that that could be going on that could separate them and they could get mad over stuff that's smaller. Um, I mean, it's Whatever. the truth. Uh, no, I mean, I'm not saying that everybody, of course, there's, you know, some there's guys that could be, yeah, of course, there's exceptions but. to everything, but that could be a reason why. No, I understand um, what you mean. I mean, us as females, we can be a little messy sometimes, especially, especially when we're in younger. The, in the age of that 15 to 17 yeah. or 14 to 17. Yeah, you, you haven't know, grown up yet. It's a lot of stuff that goes on. I mean, you can even figure that out from watching the Cosbys. And really... Men are, or boys, because we're talking about young people, boys are a little messy too, but y'all just handle it. Yeah, we handle it different. We can fight and get over it and we done. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I can be mad at you at the end of beginning of the day. We can fight and then by the afternoon, we good again. I mean, I can't yeah. tell you how many of my closest friends I grew up with, we fought. Fighting, fighting. Yeah, and then the next day, we kicking it. They at the crib and it's cool. Y'all well, I was ain't just like thinking that. about that scene on the wood where... um. Mike was dating, uh, what's her name? Alicia. Mm-hmm. But then he like broke up with her or something. And um, Roland was like, well, if you don't, I'm going to date her or something like that. I can't remember like exactly how this scene went, but he was just like, uh, I'm going to ask her out or I'm going to do this. If you ain't dating her, then I'm going to do it. And they just kind of like laughed and joked it off. But I feel like if that was a female conversation, it probably would have went a little it bit. It would have been like, <laughs> hold up, who you, what? No, that's my man. I don't care. 
what you say. Yeah, I mean, it's just it's diff- different codes, you know, yeah. that men have. Yeah. I mean, if it's your main, like, your main squeeze, you know what I'm saying? Like, your main thing, then it's off limits. I mean, Alicia was his I main I mean, but thing. not at that age. Like, <laughs> not at that age. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, once you get to college and and you've been with the girl consecutively and, and y'all, and that's your man's, like, your best friend. Mm-hmm. And then y'all, they break we up. We kind of talked about this part a little bit before one of our listeners' questions. You, you can't go back. Like, yeah. I mean, you can't, that guy cannot go and say, hey, let me, let's, let's go talk. I mean, it's just, it's no way that that's, that conversation going to go well. And yeah. then we be still good. That's true. That's true. Like my best homeboys, if I wasn't married, there's no way I'm going to go back behind him and be like, yeah, I'm talking to such and such. And then we and him just still be cool. Yeah. Like, yeah. Then, and it definitely wouldn't fly in female world. So. No. Nah. You know. I mean, I guess it took like the wood. I don't know what year the wood came out, but I feel like I was so late watching it. Probably. Were you? Did you watch it like when it first came out? Absolutely not. I told you I grew up in this in this household where, <laughs> you know, what I'm saying all my mom wanted me to do was uh, go to church and listen to Kirk Franklin. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So Well, my mom wasn't like that, but she didn't let me watch movies like the wood until I was like, I don't even know, like 15 yeah and then today she had the audacity to say to me um because i had brought it up to her you brought up what um about how how she was like that growing up uh-huh. and then so i was taking her somewhere and she gonna holler out like it was a song on the radio and it had like some some stuff going on in the background like maybe a few cuss words or something. Uh-huh. and she was like so would you want your kid listening to stuff like this on the radio <laughs> I'm like, dude, if you don't relax, <laughs> sit over there and just chill out. Like, oh my goodness, yeah, I don't. Yeah, I wasn't allowed to um, watch the movies like that <laughs> when I was growing up, and so it was like The Wood and Love and Basketball and I did Brown watch that, Sugar though. and The Brothers and Deliver Us from Eva. All the movies. Like, I didn't see any of those until I was a teenager, for real, for a Friday. I didn't see any of those. So I felt, like, kind of left out in school. Yeah, nah, my mom was real selective. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, my mom. But my mom, the thing was, my mom owned all those movies. So, like, I would see them all the time, but I knew that I couldn't watch them. And it was some da- it was some times where I was tempted to you know like just watch go it. watch them anyway. Yeah, watch it anyway. Like when she wasn't home, but I never did that because she would find out. My mom used to find out everything. So. I'm just saying, my mom was <laughs> Bible thumping was real selective. Like only in certain moments that she wanted to be a a, a big Bible thumper. Oh my god! <laughs> so she wasn't consistent in her Bible thump. Oh so my certain gosh. stuff I saw <laughs> and certain stuff I didn't. But it's all good. It no, is what it is. Yeah, it is what it is. I mean, did you ever see a movie that you weren't supposed to see when you were young and then did it like mess you up? Man, I think I turned out all right. I mean, just like for that time period. Because like nah. I know some kids who watch like R-rated movies oh. where they be shooting people up and then they have nightmares and stuff. So nah, they don't need to be that. watching that nah, stuff. I had none of that. Yeah. Nah. I didn't either because I wasn't allowed to watch it anyway. <laughs> I mean, you don't like shoot them up movies now. Yeah, I don't. I don't like gory, shoot 'em up type movies. They make me, I don't know, they make me cringe. I ain't gonna never forget that time I, we went to go see Ninja Assassin. Yeah, and you wrong. You wrong <laughs> for taking me to see that. I had no idea that it was gonna be like that. 
It was terrible. If any of you guys have ever seen Ninja Assassin, it was the most gory. We only, we didn't even movie. make it through the whole movie. You we made us stayed. leave. No, I did not. It was other people in the theater that were leaving, and you looked at me and you said, "I'm sorry, I didn't know it was gonna be like this." I didn't this. know it was gonna be like leave? that. And I just was like, "It's fine." And I just pretty much like was on my phone, or like not paying attention for the rest of the movie. You finished it, but it was other people in the theater that I saw getting up, shaking their head, like, "No, nah, no, nah, I can't." Yeah, do it this. was a lot. It was, it a, was lot. a lot. I ain't gonna lie. I did not like that movie one bit. So now, ever since then, anytime I see like a preview of a movie and there's any hint of gore, I'd be like, nah, I'm good. Whatever. Because I don't trust it. <laughs> I don't trust it at all. I had nightmares after that. I did not like that. Any- anyway, moving on. Sorry, we spent too much time on that. We did, but I just, I love the wood and I just, you know, we're just flowing naturally, natural conversation. But okay, so last week we ended the podcast with Marcus telling y'all a story about um, his childhood where he got in trouble for the report card that wasn't his. <laughs> She's so petty. I told y'all she was real selective in her Bible talk. <laughs> well, I told y'all that uh, I would tell y'all at the beginning of this podcast my story of one of the times that I got in trouble and I and I shouldn't have gotten in trouble. Probably deserved it, but go no, ahead. No, I didn't. Go ahead. Okay, so I'm going to try to summarize it. So I was in elementary school and I had a friend and she had like a little niece that she babysat and stuff. She's talking about this little niece all the time. So anyway, we were at school. She was showing me this little toddler play phone that was her niece's. It looked like if... If you're in elementary school, you're like how old? Like nine, eight? I think you're a little younger. Uh, in elementary school? Yeah, like seven, seven. Seven? I was like in the third grade. Seven. Okay, whatever. So she was showing me this little toddler phone. So at seven years old, it's something that I clearly wouldn't want anything to do with because it looked like something that a dog would play with or a little baby. <laughs> I'm serious. Like it was just. But a she, dog? Yeah, but I don't remember the conversation, but she, like, told me about it. We were talking about it. Then it was time to go outside for recess. It was cold at this time, so we had jackets and stuff. We went outside. She had it, but she didn't have a jacket on. She asked me if I would put the little play phone in my pocket until the end of recess because she didn't want to hold it. So I put it in my pocket, zipped it up. We had recess, whatever, whatever. While I was a kid, I didn't remember the play phone was in my pocket. She didn't remember the play phone was in my pocket. So I ended up going home with the play phone in my pocket. And so I get home and my mom finds it in my pocket. And she's like, where'd you get this from? I never bought this for you. And I was like, I told her the story. I was like, oh, well, one of my friends, you know, she had it She wasn't going for that. No, she, I was like, she had it outside. She asked me to hold it for her in my pocket, but I guess she forgot to get it back for me, and I forgot to give it back to her. Yeah, my mom said, oh, okay, and, like, left the room. <laughs> so I'm thinking it's over with. Man, I came out of my room, and she was ready for me with the switch, talking about, you know that <laughs> you don't take anything that doesn't belong to you. You don't steal stuff. You don't do or something like that, she said. And I was like, but I didn't steal it. It's not mine. I don't even want it. Like, it was just in my pocket. I got a whooping for that. Oh, my God. For a phone? Yes. For that little play She went ham on you. I remember. Because I went to a Montessori (laughs) school. So I had, like, a little uniform type jacket on. And I remember the phone was, like, yellow and blue. I remember. This was a situation. Oh, my God. I was so hurt. And, of course, when I went back to school the next day, I gave the phone back, which I was going to do anyway because I didn't want it. 
like at all but yeah mom if you're listening i haven't forgot about that i got in trouble and i feel like you know how you said your mom was like well you did something so my mom didn't say that but she was just kind of like well you still needed to learn the lesson of not taking anything that doesn't belong to you what was that lesson mom <laughs> please email us <laughs> <laughs> but anyways that's my story and a couple of y'all let me know that you have you know stories of your own y'all didn't tell me your stories but i want to hear y'all stories too but y'all said yeah i'm pretty sure everybody has like those types of stories which some of I'm y'all sure out here of. talking about y'all had these stories and y'all know good and well y'all really did it you just didn't get caught <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so i ain't trying to hear that <laughs> but some of you guys are innocent like me i was innocent too yeah that time that time <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay so that was my story okay so we're gonna move right along into jam's juice oh so this week's juicy topic is brought to you by <laughs> the shade room on Instagram. Oh my God. So um, I was on the shade room and I saw that they posted this article basically saying that relationship drama is contagious and that like if someone close to you is going through a divorce or like dealing with something crazy um in their relationship then there's a chance that you and your boo may be next and they have like research done at brown university harvard university and um san diego or something they said the study found that couples are 75 percent more likely to split if their close family or friends are going through a separation and the study also adds that if you are a friend of a friend, you are 33% more likely to get divorced. Now, I personally don't agree with this, mm-hmm. but what do you think? Well, it's funny that you uh, bring that up because I have a, a good, good friend who um, we had a conversation um, about something similar. So um, he's typing. Yeah, I did? Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, I mean, of course, it wasn't in the context of of exactly that, mm-hmm. but his situation was it was hard for him to believe in marriage when he's never seen one truly, truly, um, you know, flourish. So his parents got a divorce. His sibling is going through a divorce. Mm-hmm. So the idea of, of what marriage stands for, he really can't see it because he hasn't seen it work before. So, you know, he, he believes that the idea is is there and it could be a real thing, but he just hasn't seen it personally. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I definitely could see how that could translate into somebody, you know, if they're seeing something up front and it's somebody that they're close to, then they're probably looking at themselves in the mirror saying, Hey, if this, if they're going through it, I could be next. I mean, or, you know, I can see hearing you say that I can see your point of view on it. However, I still don't know if I really agree just because I feel like when you're in a relationship, like your relationship should be about you and the person that you're in the relationship with. Yeah. And everything that everyone else goes through really has nothing to do with you. I mean, I agree with that wholeheartedly. Yeah. It's just kind of like staying in your own lane, minding your own business, that whole thing that everyone talks about. Like, if one of my friends or someone that I know is going through relationship problems or they have relationship drama and stuff like that, I don't feel like that's going to translate into our bedroom because 
their issues aren't our issues. Now it could happen if you try to make somebody's issues. So like, let's say one of my friends, this is a hypothetical situation. Let's just say one of my friends came to me and told me that they were having issues with their husband or their boyfriend or whatever the case may be. And it's because they don't trust him because they caught him doing X, Y, and Z. And she never thought that she would catch him doing X, Y, and Z, but she did. So then in my head, I started thinking like, huh, well, if he did X, Y, and Z, I wonder if Marcus yeah, is so, doing X, so Y, and Z. So basically what happens is the question arises in your in your head so now you're questioning it and right, sometimes but i'm saying i, I don't I mean, do yeah, that yeah, though I'm saying but you, some you people may, not, may do but that i think a lot of people do when something happens it's kind of like if you hear somebody is sick yeah all of a sudden now you're thinking like do oh, i need man. to go to the doctor you am know i sick like yeah something must be wrong because you know they sick so i must have some too and you yeah. start to get paranoid and you know you got anxiety yeah um and, you know all these different type of emotions and feelings i mean that's just how we are as people it's kind of like situation when when you yawn and it's contagious and it's contagious <laughs> like that's that's kind of where your mind goes so if, if if some bad news arises yeah now i automatically assume that because your bad news is happening now it's my turn yeah. yeah, it's the same thing with some good stuff happen. You That's know, true. pastors preach all the time that you know if your neighbor is getting something, then you, Jesus, you, you, Jesus is right down the street. Yeah. You know, <laughs> you know how they do. Yeah. So you know, it's just it's just the reverse. Yeah, you know, with that type of situation. So not saying that I agree personally because I don't. But I understand. And that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I understand. I, understand I don't agree because I don't I don't see myself reacting to situations in that way. But I can understand where someone's coming from yeah. that like that they are dealing with it. No, nah, I get it for sure. I can I can understand something without accepting it or like agreeing with it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no. Nah. Understanding and agreeing are two totally different things. So I think sometimes people have a hard time grasping. Uh yeah. <laughs> that concept is like, yeah, I understand you, but that don't mean I necessarily agree with your point. Right. Right. So yeah. Um I mean I just think that if you know somebody who is going through tough times in their relationship, don't go home and start complaining to your significant other about the things that your friend and her significant other are going through because then you kind of convicting your person of something that they ain't even done. You know, like, or putting putting a cloud over your relationship that doesn't necessarily need to be there. Like, look at it in the way that, wow, well, it's a blessing that I'm not dealing with that. Yeah. Unless you feel like you really are. But don't just, like, create. Yeah, you shouldn't create unnecessary drama in your household. No. It's 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 hard enough as it is, which leads me to a question I didn't even tell you about that I wanted to ask you on air. Oh, God. Um, because it, somebody asked me this today. I had a meeting with a client today, um, really successful brother, and he asked me, he said, what is the hardest thing about marriage? Hmm. Did you answer? I definitely answered. But I wanted to know what is your idea about what is the hardest thing about marriage? And I think it really ties in to the question that we just just had. And I know I'm throwing you all the way you off. You are totally throwing me off. Like, I feel like I have to think about this. Um, and I don't have time to think about I, it. I know I'm trying <laughs> to throw throw you completely off. And I know you're good at thinking on your feet. So I definitely wanted to just throw it out out there because he asked me that. And he is a listener of this podcast. Well, thank you um, for listening to our podcast, but I'm not thanking you for giving him this question <laughs> to uh, catch me off guard like this. Um, the hardest thing about being married? Mm -hmm. I don't know. I mean, 
it can change, I guess. Like, I don't, I don't know. I really don't know. Okay. Is that your final answer? I mean, I guess for now, I feel like you're going to say yours and I'm going to be like, oh yeah. That. I mean, no, nah, I mean, cause he, I didn't know the question was coming when he asked me. Yeah, but you probably had time to sit there and ponder on it. No, I didn't have to ponder. I knew what it was. As soon as he asked me the question, I said, I think that this is what my issue is. And I'm pretty sure that a lot of other people face the same challenge. Not saying that it's something that's like a huge problem, but it's something that I think most people have to deal with. I don't think that I've ever just sat and thought about like what the hardest thing about being married, being married is. Mm -hmm. So it's hard for me to kind of like put it into words because I don't when I think about our marriage, I don't think of it as being hard because I'm I enjoy it. You yeah, know, I mean, like we have arguments, we have our rough patches, you know, we have our disagreements, we have our tiffs, all of the above. But it, it just saying, well, this right here is what's hard about marriage. It's hard for me to like pinpoint it. Yeah, I understand that. But it's the same thing. Like I can say all day that I love what I do as a career, mm-hmm. but I'm not going to say that it's not challenging or hard to make it work. Right, and that's what I and just I, and, said. But no, what I'm saying is, so there, so you can say that marriage is hard, yeah. even though you enjoy it. Right, and I just said that. No, you said you can't say that. No, I said that I can't pinpoint the hardest thing about marriage. Okay. I know that marriage is hard. Like, yeah, marriage yeah, yeah. is hard so, work. Well, I'll tell you um, the gist of what I said. I said I think the hardest thing for marriage, for me and most people, is the idea of it not being individually anymore or is it being just it's one person yeah um that can be a challenge but that wouldn't i don't think that was anywhere near my mind because we didn't have that problem i mean i don't think or that we, i didn't have that problem. <laughs> I, I don't think it was an idea of it necessarily being the only thing but i do think that it, it had to be at some point a time where we had to think about you know it being us and not just just me, me and you me and you yeah. So there was a, a time period, and I'm not saying nothing that was extremely bad that happened, but we definitely had to have conversations about, okay, we got to do certain stuff together. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, it can't be. I mean, a, yeah, when it comes down to our process of like conjoining our finances, exactly. it wasn't easy. Like, we had our issues in the beginning of. That's my whole point. Like, yeah. But still, I don't think that that's the hardest i mean i don't know that was for but me sure, yeah that's for you that's what i'm saying but i thought that when you said yours i was gonna be like yeah that but i still don't think that's me i'm gonna have to get back to y'all on that i do plan on answering this question but i feel like i need to think about it a little okay. bit so and i, I mean if give. all y'all married folk out there i mean i'd be more than happy to hear um, and i am curious to hear what you guys would say to that question because yeah, I mean, everybody's answer will probably it probably be will be different. different probably be a variation of you know the same thing yeah um i know but another you're thing. right like that is that is a challenge and i think that that comes into the like the compromise thing yeah so that that probably would be maybe the better way to put it maybe that's a um one of the hardest things about marriage is being able to compromise in like everything yeah you know? i mean because i mean at the end of the day like if you are in a marriage and it's not all about one person i think that it can, has a, a better chance of success yeah Right. So that's why I say to me, that is the hardest thing to continuously make sure that I, I'm conscious of and make sure that I do. Yeah, because you guys, y'all know and we know it's hard to not be selfish. That's what I'm saying. Like you sometimes you just want to think about yourself and it'd be all about you because yeah. 
So we're built to be human and we're built to be selfish. So I guess my my <laughs> real point would be, be to remain selfless in the relationship. Yeah. That's the hardest challenge for me. Um but I I, I honestly think that I'm already kind of like that as a person. I was just about to say, if that's the hardest challenge for you, you're killing it because I feel like you always put us before you. But it's a, it, I have to think like that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Of course, I want to just take everything and go, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Go do my thing. But, you know, yeah. I understand that that's not where I'm at. And, you know, if I want my our marriage to flourish, then you can't be like that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And and to my my friend, which I told him, told him I didn't I've never seen a successful marriage either. But I can't use that as an excuse on why I can't do it for myself. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, um because I do believe in the idea if it's done right. Right. So, and that's that's the key. Like I did grow up around um a handful of successful marriages. Um but I can't say that I just like learned from them, if that makes sense. Like, I guess maybe innately I did, but like, yeah, I mean, like I didn't, I didn't grow up in a two parent household and, but I had like family members that had successful marriages and then like family friends that had successful marriages. So I saw them from a distance. So I can't say that I just really just saw up close what it takes Mm-hmm. to have a successful marriage and the characteristics and the things that you need to do to have a successful marriage. But like you said, I believe in it. And I feel like just because I haven't seen it doesn't mean that I can't do it. And and I agree with that wholeheartedly. And just to throw this out there and I ain't throwing shade at nobody. I promise I'm not, but I'm not saying cause some people's idea of a successful marriage is that they're still together. Yeah. Right. And so that's and why you can be still together. And, and, that, and my, miserable. My, po- my whole point <laughs> is that to me is I've seen people still together, but I don't know, necessarily know if that's what my idea of what a successful marriage is, because just because we stayed together and we was just too stubborn and lazy <laughs> to get a divorce. Yeah. We don't like each other. We just holding on because we got longevity. Yeah. We, or we doing have it, children. We got to be doing have, it for the kids. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? My only real true picture of a real marriage that I've seen personally is the cops. You know what I'm saying? Like that is my idea (laughs) of what a successful marriage looks like. They still like each other. They still loved each other. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? They They got that that agape love. You know what I'm saying? Like come on, agape love. You know what I'm saying? Like that (laughs) is my idea of what marriage is supposed to look like. Yeah. So that's why if if I have family listening. And they're like, well, we're still together. I, I don't know because I ain't seen it. And that's what I'm saying. You know what too. I'm saying? Like, that's what I'm saying, too. I've I've been around people in my family who are married and they, they're happy. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But I didn't grow up with you in my house. Like, I didn't exactly. see that's what, what it took. Yeah. I didn't see what it took for you to have that happy marriage. All I see is your pictures on Facebook. I see you at family functions. Um you know, that type of thing. But I never had a heart to heart where I sat down with somebody and they told me the key to a happy marriage or they told me that this is what they went through and this is how they overcame it. I never had that. And that's what yeah. I'm saying. I can't base my opinion on marriage off of just seeing it from a distance. Exactly. So, yeah. That's but the Cosby let us into the house. They let us into the house. We saw, <laughs> we saw all that drama. We saw unfold. everything. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, I get it. Yeah. So, well, that's yeah. good. Okay, I I agree with that. 
I'm still gonna think about it. Some yeah, more. I want you to, and I I didn't want to tell you because I wanted to catch you off guard because I wanted to Thanks. see if I appreciate the, that. if there was gonna be something that you just came to your mind like nope, that didn't work. Sorry. Well, you know, I tried. <laughs> but thanks for, you know, catching me off guard. I, I really appreciate nope, that. No worries. Mm-hmm. I mean, it ain't like you ain't ever done me like that. I know. I do like that. <laughs> all right. Well, that's my jams juice for the day. Um, Chill. We told y'all how we feel about, I guess, drama being contagious. Mm-hmm. Relationship drama being contagious. So what y'all think? Let us know what y'all think. We want to know. All right, moving right along to Marcus Money Moment. Yeah, yeah. Life Insurance Awareness Month. So, yeah, you know, September is Life Insurance Awareness Month. So, last week, I kind of talked about the importance of why you need life insurance. So, this week, I wanted to talk about the different types. All right, so I want to make sure that I say this and, you know, everybody take heed to this. I'm not telling you that I recommend any uh, one of these products more than the other, right? I'm just really just telling you the differences. So, you know, if you want to have a conversation about recommendation, then that's something that we can do offline. Right. Mm-hmm. And you know what I'm saying? Because it's always going to be um, really specific to your needs, needs and tailored situation, because everybody out here has something different going on. Right. So with that being said, um, there are a few different types of insurance policies that you can look into. So the first one I want to talk to you about was what they call term life insurance. Um, it's probably the most common, um, and people know about this one most. And I, I really call it the most basic life insurance you can buy. Cause basically what it does is. You don't mean basic in a bad way though. No, nah, I'm just saying the most basic of, <laughs> that you can have in life. Just meaning that, um, it only does one thing, okay. right? Which is gives you a death benefit and protection only if something happens to you. So what term means is temporary, meaning that you're only going to have this policy for, uh, a short length of time. Usually you can buy these policies in 10, 15, 20, 25, and 30 year periods, right? So you'll have the coverage for those years and basically whatever you purchase. So if you bought a $500,000 term life, then you're going to have that coverage for the amount of time that you said that you was going to want it. So if it was 30 years, you'll have 30 years. As long as you continue to make those premiums, you'll have it for that that time period. Make sense? Are you asking me? Yeah. You sure. You wasn't listening. Okay. <laughs> so, um, moving right along. <laughs> um, from term, then you have what they call permanent life insurance, meaning that you'll have that coverage for your entire life. Um, so, the most simple type and the, the probably the most common is what they call whole life insurance right so most people um, will have a whole life policy that's generally what people will get and basically what that is is a type of coverage the premium that you pay is locked in and remain the same throughout your entire life of the policy meaning that that price will not increase so whatever the price is that you got is going to remain the same throughout the duration of your life these policies also will build a cash value uh, based on the insurance company that you're going to have that provides you with this coverage. Um, and they're pretty good policies uh, if they're utilized properly. <laughs> you're not listening to me. So cool. Uh, moving right along. Uh, the next one you have is I'm what we sorry. call universal life and universal life provides you a death benefit, but it also gives you a cash value component where you're able to grow money tax-free. 
Um, universal life is like a is a more flexible policy than whole life because you can actually pick the premium that you're paying into that policy. The more money that you put into the policy, the more your cash is going to grow. So these policies are a lot of times used as a supplement uh, for retirement. And also a lot of times people are now using these policies to fund education as well. They do a lot of different things. So um, universal life policies are really good if you get the right ones. Right. So there are good and bad products with any life insurance. Right. You just got to understand why you're using the products that you have. Next up, we have variable life. Variable life is an also a permanent life insurance co coverage. These type of insurance plans offer a death benefit as well as a cash component. However, with variable life insurance, the policyholder can take part in various different investment options such as stocks, etc. Right. So now your cash is associated with some type of um, investment that is linked to. Right. So they call that variable life. Uh, next we have what we call a survivorship life insurance policy, which means that you have more than one person is covered on the same policy. These policies can be set up in a couple different ways. One way is first to die with this policy. The coverage is designed to pay out when the first person passes away. So a lot of times people who are married, they get survivorship life insurance covers because as soon as the first person dies, then that person will get paid out. Okay. You're still not listening. I'm listening now. I wasn't um, listening at first. I'm telling the truth. But moving down now. along, um, a lot of the older generation, um, this is what they were buying. Um, they was buying what they call final expense life insurance coverage. Sometimes you'll see these commercials on TV. Um, and so basically what a final expense life insurance coverage is called, it's usually called burial insurance. Just for like the funeral. Yeah, exactly. And it's purchased by people who are considered seniors. So, you know, I, I, I hate to say this because, you know, our seniors are or our people in this age group, they're starting to look younger, but they're still considered a senior. So <laughs> these people are, are from ages 50 to 85. So I'm sorry I didn't make these numbers up, but if you're over 50, you're considered a senior. All right. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh my goodness. So, you know, typically, um, you know, these products range from five to $20,000 and it basically just covers your, your burial expenses. Um, and then we got two more. Uh, so the next one would be your guaranteed life insurance coverage. So these are for people who um, have medical problems. They have issues. Right. So I usually tell people that it's better to get these, this coverage earlier than later, because as we live life, um, our our bodies and our health starts to decline. So they do have some options for you. But the problem with these options are is that you're not going to be able to get a whole lot. So, you know, you probably be able to get only about 50,000 bucks with a guaranteed life insurance coverage right now. There might be some companies out there that maybe give you a little bit more, um, but they always have a two year waiting period and they always cost more. So I just want to make sure that I emphasize that these policies, if you buy one and you have health issues, they're not going to pay out if you die before two years. And, and I'm listening. I don't think you listen. I'm looking right at you. I still don't think you listen. I promise you, I'm just not saying anything. Okay, but anyway, so <laughs> they're only gonna cover you for two years, and the price is gonna be a lot higher than had you done this when you was in good health. Okay. Okay. The last plan is is what I, we call a key man policy. Key and, man. Yep. So. 
these policies are all my business owners need to take take heed to this. Um, so what a key man policy is, is a policy that you get with your um, your business partners. Right. And so the idea is that each business partner will have a policy on each other in the business so that in the event that something happens to you, your policy would pay your portion of the business out so that the partners won't have to do business with your family. Say that again. See, you wasn't listening. I was, but it wasn't really that clear. So what a key man policy is, it's a policy that each business owner will buy on each other. Mm -hmm. If one of the business owners dies, then the policy would pay out that that person's portion of the company to the business owners. That way, the other two business owners or one business owner will not have to be in business with that business owner's family. Okay. Okay. Right. So yeah. because what happens is um, and we see this all the time is that you will be in business with your best friend or somebody you've been doing business with forever and they are great. Right. But if in the event that something happens to them, what will happen if now you got to do business with the wife? So just think about my personal situation. If I had a business partner right now, mm-hmm. there is no way he would want to be in business with you. Dang. Am I awful? It's not about you being awful, but you have no idea what's going on in the business. Yeah, I guess that's true. It's, it's not no guess to it. I guess that's right? true. And so it's not about, you know, if that person competent, of course, they probably are if, they're, if the business owner is with them, right? Yeah. Right? But you have no idea what's going on in no, the business. No, you're right. I really wouldn't And you wouldn't want to do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right? So, you know, a lot of business owners should really look into, you know, doing something, um, you know, around that that way so those are your different types and i'm not going to go back through them all but i'm at least at least list them for you again so we talked about term we talked about whole life we talked about universal life we talked about variable life we talked about survivalship final expense guaranteed and key man okay now is there any situation where you would get multiple like yes you might get one and yes um so a lot of times when you're dealing with a true financial planner they will have multiple policies going on for you to ladder um different policies to cover for different periods so a lot of times people especially my younger people um there's strategies out there where maybe you buy a little term now so you have some term now because it's cheaper, right? Mm-hmm. So that's why people buy term because it's cheaper. But you also want to have some permanent. Um, but maybe you need more insurance and it costs too much to have a whole permanent policy um, of the full amount that you want. So then you would ladder it with some term. And now you have two policies, but you have the full amount of coverage that you need during that time. Got you. Right. And the good thing about going in that route was is that now this term that you bought, depending on what company you went with, that's convertible. So if I bought five hundred thousand dollars of coverage and term, I'm able to convert that later on into a permanent product. So now I can actually get more coverage down the road without doing a health exam. Hmm. Okay. So, you know, there's ways to do this, but I would tell you to, um, you know, definitely consult with your financial planner. Um, I hope that would be me. I don't know if I've ever said that before on here. Yeah. Uh, But, you know, I definitely want more clients, people like you. Right. How do I stay in business? I'm giving y'all a lot of information for free. Right. Right. So how do I stay in business is by you guys sharing me with the world or letting me help you. 
put you in a situation to win because I'm going to give you the blueprint. I promise you that. Um, But it's going to be up to you guys to help me push this thing along because I can't do it without you. And contrary to belief, you guys can't do it without somebody like me. Right. So no matter how you look, at, I know we live in this age where we think we can do everything by ourselves. But Google can't teach you some of the stuff that I must be able to show you. Just period. Right. So um, that is Marcus Money Moment. Um, If you want to talk further, please, please, please don't hesitate to email me at Marcus at johnsoncap.com or you can message our our house page on Instagram. On Instagram. Yeah, you can uh, send a DM to our house, the podcast on Instagram or one of our individual Instagram accounts. However you want to get into contact with us, mm-hmm. you can. And then if you're wanting to talk to Marcus in depth yeah. about. Or um, maybe maybe you have a friend that, you know, they need I need to have an introduction with. Yeah. You know, you maybe you was having a conversation about something and some came up and I need to meet them. I'd be more than happy to help. Yeah. And it doesn't matter if you are in Nashville, right? No, nah, it don't matter where you are. Um, yeah. I am licensed and licensed in a lot of states. Yeah. Um, and if there's a situation as a state that I'm not licensed in, it's not a problem. We'll we'll make it happen. Yeah. Cool. So well, thank you. Yep. Yep. Sorry, sorry, I wasn't listening in the beginning. I uh, was I was distracted. Yeah. See, you see how when you wasn't listening, I ain't call this you was out. One time you did this call is, me this out. Is actually, not you did a one time thing. You did call me out. You called me out. Hey, so I know this is super random. Oh. What? When I was at church the other day. Oh, this ain't got nothing to do with me. Nah, it's definitely ain't got nothing to do with you. Okay. And the only reason I thought about this is because I've never seen this at church before. What? So, and the only reason I thought about it is because my mouth got close to the microphone. <laughs> so, the lady at church was praying. Mm-hmm. She had her own bag to put over the mic. What? Yeah, and I was like, seriously? She just, because she wants to put her lips on it? I don't know if she wanted to put germs? her lips or maybe she was scared that she was going to have her lips touch the microphone. <laughs> I don't know what she had going on, but I'm like, did you really just put a bag over the mic? Oh, wow. I don't know what, but yeah. So maybe my, she's like a germaphobe. Maybe, maybe. That's a real thing. Mm-hmm. That's a real thing. One day no, we should really get is. on here and talk about like, you know, mental health. Yeah. Um, And I think that it, it's, it's definitely real and I'm going to open up just a little bit. Okay. Yeah. We can talk about mental health. I'm down. Cool. Cool. We'll put that in the notes. We definitely need to put that down. Okay. Cool. <laughs> I don't know how that came. Oh, you talk because the germaphobe? Yeah, 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 the germaphobe thing. I don't think that's a mental condition. But okay. No, I, I definitely think. I think somebody that is really, uh, you know, germ okay, cautious. Maybe. We're not going to get into it right no, now. No, no, I'm not going to get into it, but I'm just saying I think somebody that is like that probably has some stuff going on in their mind. Yeah, that makes but we can talk about, and we're we're being serious. We're not playing with no, no, mental no, 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 no. health Absolutely or nothing not. like that. We we could seriously have a discussion about Definitely. it, and it's not yeah. like a joke. Or Especially um, after hearing um, Judge Toller mm-hmm. on the Breakfast Club yesterday, um, she said a lot of a lot of good stuff that, and I don't know if any if you guys follow the Breakfast Club. I know not everybody does, um, but she said some good stuff that you know, I think that was worth talking about. Yeah. And Marcus said he's gonna open up, so we'll uh that'll be an interesting topic. Yeah. Cool. Okay. So now we're gonna move right into our topic of the week. Mm-hmm. Um it's kinda interesting. I saw something <laughs> online. <laughs> like I always do. I'm always seeing stuff and wanting to talk about it. 
But um, I saw something online and it said, um, your mom comes down to visit and your mom, your wife and yourself share a car to go out to dinner and you're driving. Mm -hmm. So who sits in the passenger seat? Now, I found this interesting because there's been plenty of times where we've gone out to dinner, like with my mom or whatever. And um, this is not something that we really it's not a real stressed topic. over it's not or a real topic. had any type of discussion. It's or not a real discussion. It's, it's really not. Get but in the, car. the folks in the comments felt otherwise. <laughs> like I was looking at the comments and people have different opinions on it. Before we give ours, let me just say anytime that we've gone to dinner or out anywhere with my mom, like she hops in the back seat with the quickness. Right. Like she's like, Oh, okay, well we're together. Y'all got it. Y'all sit up friend. I'm a, I'm a hop in this back seat. I honestly think that she would prefer to be in the back. Oh yeah. She would absolutely prefer to be in the back. Cause there's been times where I've stuck her up front or like if she's driving, I'll stick Marcus up front and I'll, uh, and I'm always like, <laughs> and I'll I'll sit really in, sit in the, the back. back. Yeah. Um, but, um, yeah, she gets in the back every single time. So it has never, it's never been a topic of discussion, but some of these comments kind of like threw you off. Yeah. So this one lady was like, ain't no way I'm letting my mama sit in the back TF and y'all know what (laughs) TF means. Um, and then someone else said, I would insist that my mother-in-law sit up front um she's visiting but she also said i'm not married yet but that's manners so then i gave her a pass because she ain't married so she don't really okay no okay then um someone else said your wife but a real wife would let her mother-in-law sit in the front but my mama always get in the back with her grandbaby but i'm not married so here's another person who said that she's not married um then someone else said it's a sign of respect to let any elder sit in the passenger seat now what i wanted to discuss with you Mm -hmm. uh mr johnson Mm -hmm. what is your definition of respect when it comes to uh, parents um older family cars (laughs) what just answer. Um, first of all, I don't understand what respect and cars have to do with your placement and where you sit. I don't understand where the respect lies because you sat in the back. That means I don't respect you. Right. Like, where does that idea even come about? Right. I bet you everybody on that list is probably from somewhere down in West Bumble. West Bumble. Is uh, that a real place? I wasn't going to say the real word. Oh. It's, it's got some more stuff that goes by, behind oh, okay. it. But I'm trying to watch my mouth tonight. Thank you. So, West Bumble. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's that's where they probably from. Um, so, this whole idea of what's respectful, like, come on, man. And most of the people who said that aren't married. Right. That's, that's probably, why I pointed that out. Those, you, that's why I chose those comments because people were like, I think it's disrespectful, but I'm not married, though. Yeah, and it's probably <laughs> a reason why you're not married. Like, let's just be honest on it. Cause well, like, I'm it, not going to say I that because this has nothing to do with, like, their marriage. I mean, it's, it's a mentality but, type situation. Yeah. So, 
Um, I mean, I respect anybody's opinion. If you listening and you said, ain't no way my mama going to sit in the back or I'm going to sit in the back because it's respectful, then that's you. That's your thoughts. But I don't feel that way. I feel as though, number one, it shouldn't matter that much. It shouldn't really be a topic of discussion. It's a car. You just go into the same place. Number two, I don't have any children yet. And I know I'm sounding like these people who say that they're not married yet. But if I have a son, when he's old enough to have a wife, I'm going to sit in the backseat just because that, I mean, my mom always sits in the backseat. Like I feel like, and I feel like she does that because she's saying like, you two are married now. This is y'all. I'm coming along for the ride, but I don't want to be in the midst of that. I'm just going to sit in the backseat. Do you agree? Like, are you listening? I'm listening. <laughs> Damn. Do you agree? No, I agree wholeheartedly. But you didn't say anything. I agree. That's why I'm saying, are you listening? I agree wholeheartedly. So that's pretty much what I'm saying about it. Um, All I know is that half of these people who um, are saying this probably are always quoting the Bible. So I'm going to give you a Bible quote for you. Is that what you were looking yes, up? Yes, that's exactly what okay, I was looking for. Okay, because I'm like, what are you doing? Hey, why are you doing? sitting over there doing the most? <laughs> Genesis 2.24 says, <laughs> Therefore, a man shall leave his father and his mother and hold fast to his wife, and they shall become one flesh. So, um, people in these comments, y'all need to understand, when you get married, that is the priority, your right. wife. Now, of course, you're going to make sure that your parents are taken care of, and you're right. going to respect and honor them, right. right? As the Bible also says. But wife, husband, first yes it, it doesn't go like this so and you are one flesh so if my husband in the front i gotta be in the front too because we're one flesh i mean look <laughs> the, the point is i ain't even going into who should be in the front or back but i'm saying it shouldn't be a topic of discussion you know what I'm saying? no it, it really should i'm not I saying was tripping off these comments there's way more my, comments my point but, is um, i'm not saying that my wife has to sit in the front and that should be the way it is but i'm saying it shouldn't be a topic of discussion and the fact that somebody brought up the fact that it was being disrespectful Right. That's now, where I'm that's coming true. from. Like not it's from... not disrespectful. So if if it just so happened that you and my you and your mom are already together for the day and y'all pick me up somewhere, I don't expect her to get out of the front seat exactly. and get in the back so I can sit in the front. It ain't because even again, that serious. it's not that serious. It's really not that I serious. I just hop in the back seat. And it has never been <laughs> it's never been a question. It's never been a question. It's never been anything that we've just had a problem with. But the fact, like you said, the fact that people are referring to it as something that's disrespectful—that's where my whole comment is like, in. I don't understand how you can. There's, here's another comment. Someone said, "Out of respect, I believe the husband should choose his mom to sit in the front, and as his wife, I'm gonna make sure that's not even a decision he has to worry about making. Because best believe, I'm insisting that my mother-in-law sits in the front. I was taught to respect my elders. Period." <laughs> That's what this comment says. I just, I just don't understand. Like, where does this respect thing come from in the seat in the car? Like, what is this? I just... I don't get it. I, I don't, don't get it. I don't know. If y'all out there, if y'all feel the same way, I'm sorry for you because I'm but not no, on your same No, no, page. no. If you feel that way, I want to hear from you. But my point is... Because I seek to understand other people's points of view. And since I don't agree with this, I want to know your point of view on it because... Like we said, 
it ain't that serious to where I always got to be in the front. Or Marcus always got to be in the front. It's not that serious. If me and my mom are already in the car. Guess what I'm going to do. And we pick him up or he comes later. He going to get in the back. But with my mom, nine times out of ten. She going to be trying she gonna to be get like, out. She going to be like, this no, no, no. You true. come up here. I'm going to get in the back. That's usually what she does every single time. Um, and vice versa. But as far as like saying, oh, no, no, no. I got to get in the back because it's disrespectful to make my mother or my mother-in-law sit in the back seat. I do not see that as a sign of disrespect whatsoever. Nope. I don't even think this should be a whole topic of discussion. That's yeah. my whole point. But that's why I wanted to talk about it. Cause I was tripped. Like I saw the post and people were really just, I mean, there's so many comments on here. Y'all would not believe. I really want to know, and this is going to sound crazy. Um, but I think we have this, this issue in our community. What? I think that in those comments, did you see anybody other than color <laughs> say something about this? To be honest with you, I didn't pay attention to um, people's profile photos. I was just reading what they said. Okay. I would just be curious to know that if this is something that this respect in the car situation is something that is bigger than our race. It's probably not. It's probably but not. I don't want to assume. I, I'm going to go out on else, a limb here and say <laughs> there was a man. There was a man that commented and said both women can get in the back and get to know each other. <laughs> <laughs> like, what? So you telling me that we married and they don't know each other? Right. Or you telling me that it's that serious that both of us got to get in the back because I don't want to choose. I don't want to choose over choose. my mama Come or on, my wife. Man, like, like that's so childish like, we got so, so many sorry. bigger issues out here in the world to be worried about who getting in the front seat yeah it reminds me of when i was a kid and i would fight with my cousin about who was gonna sit in the front seat like it was a <laughs> privilege like nah you got the la- you got the front seat last time i got it this time like or how i used to fight about not having to sit in the middle which i still get stuck I mean, doing sitting in the middle day. that's a, that's that's you know say that's different no it's not because <laughs> i hate different. sitting in the middle seat <laughs> I always get stuck sitting in the middle seat. There's a rule to this middle seat. The smallest person has to sit in the middle. I mean, it's just that's just the rule. I hate it. So just enjoy. So as long as you small, you're gonna be in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's why I wanted to talk about it because I thought it was kind of funny. So I thought it would be a different type of topic to discuss. But I also wanted to talk about our definitions of respect and what you thought about it because it's just interesting so i'm looking at these bible scriptures and some of this stuff like i had no idea was okay marcus we can't get into all of that we ain't I'm we ain't like, got time i'm time just saying up. like we're about to wrap up this podcast like, one of these verses in here <laughs> i'm like oh my god i did not know this was in the bible but okay I, i'm not gonna read it because you're gonna get mad at me yeah we can we i didn't can make this save stuff up. it we can save it for another day or not at all if it's gonna make me mad yeah, it's probably so. gonna make you mad yeah. It's probably going to make you bad, but it's in the Bible. He's probably going to tell me when we get I'm off air. I'm definitely telling you as soon so, as we get off air. We're about to go ahead and wrap up this episode. Okay. It's been fun. It's it been great. Been. I'm ready to go watch Greenleaf. Speaking of Greenleaf, I got Bible scriptures right here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready to go watch Greenleaf because it's really good right now. And if y'all don't watch it, y'all need to get on board because it's They got popping. Bible scriptures. Marcus. All right. I'm sorry. Anyway. 
You can find us at Our House the Podcast on Instagram and on Facebook. You can shoot us an email at ourhousethepodcast at gmail.com. Any questions, comments, concerns, um, feedback, uh, I don't know, everything. Mm -hmm. Talk to us about whatever you want. Leave us some stars and some love on iTunes or SoundCloud or however you listen to us. We love reading those comments and stuff because that lets us know that you love us just as much as we love you. Marcus, mm. tell the people where they can find you. Hey, look, man, you about to take my mood down. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you can find me on Instagram at Marcus Deontay J, um, or you can find me on Facebook at Johnson Capital Planning and also at Marcus at JohnsonCap.com. Oh, yeah, he changed it every week. You can find me at Jamaria Olivia J and through jamseyes.com. That's it. Or you can find me at marketsj.com. Oh my gosh. You overwhelmed the people. Hey, look. Point is, you can find me. <laughs> <laughs> you can find him anywhere. <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to go ahead and wrap up this episode. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. We love you. We'll talk to you later. My name is Jamaria Johnson. I'm Marcus Johnson. Thank you for coming over and hanging out with us. We'll talk to you next week. Peace.